and welcome to Expressions by JT. We are so excited about our guest today, Miss Keisha Merritt. How are you doing today? I am excellent. Thank you for having me, Jennifer. Great. So we are just um, going to have you start off with telling a little bit about yourself. This is season three with business, education, and achievement. So tell me about yourself. So my name is Keisha Merritt, and I was born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I've spent some time in North Carolina and South Carolina, um, and I'm married to my very best friend, Reggie Merritt, and I have 24 years in the telecommunication industry, uh, but I saved the best for last. I am the mom of two beautiful children. I've got Reginald Jr., or RJ, who's six, and I've got Riley McKenna, who is 10. Okay. And within your career, um, what type of degrees did you earn or what type of experience did you take part in to be successful in telecommunications? So for my degrees, I have a, my double major was in marketing and telecommunications. And my experience is really a hybrid between sales leadership, operations, marketing, and training or learning and development. Okay, that sounds interesting. Okay, so what made you choose these career options? <laughs> that's a great that's a great question. I'll be honest with you, Jennifer. So Initially, when I got out of college, I was looking for a marketing job because that's what my degree was in. So as a naive, you know, college graduate, I thought, OK, I'll just go out and get a marketing uh, job. So I applied for a marketing job at Altel and they very quickly told me, you know, you've got to understand, understand the foundations of our business, our sales model um, around customer engagement and those type of things before they would consider me for a marketing position. So I went and did, um, you know, my 12-month stint in sales and uh, then reapplied for the marketing degree. I mean, I'm sorry, for the marketing job and um, then transitioned into marketing. But to answer your question about the other uh, parts of my career, I really didn't choose them. They always chose me in terms of, you know, I learned very quickly that your career is not linear. And it's not a ladder, you know, they say move up the ladder. It's more like lattice, you know, where it's, mm -hmm. it's, um, you're going sideways up and sometimes it feels like you're even going down. So it really depended on what was going on in the business and also what my interests were at that time. And that's really how those positions uh, became a part of my professional experience. Wow. Okay. So I've noticed that something that you said, you said they always chose you. And I was just speaking with some friends the other day and uh, we were talking about how you're always on an interview, even yes. at, when you walk into the building on your day to day in and out facets of work, you have to present yourself as always being on an interview. Yes. Because, yeah. Because you never yes. do know when they'll notice that you have a certain skill over another person. Yes. And then they want to have you maybe teach someone else what you're showing, you know, yes. and maybe what you're showing in a natural sense, you know. Yes. And I want to clarify something I said when I said they chose me. I didn't mean they came looking for me to give me the job because, you know, you have to work really hard for these jobs. But when I say they chose me, I mean that life kind of navigates your path. Mm -hmm. And it, it seems like you don't I don't. 
every time I set out for, oh, I'm going to go into management next, or I'm going to go into communications next, that never worked for me in terms of me choosing to navigate that next rung on the ladder or the next step in the path. It was always life or prayer really navigating me. So when I say it chose me, I mean more of my spiritual guidance and just the way life organically pivots you to go in a different direction. Um, and that is what really navigated my career. Okay. All right. So I'm seeing that uh, with you, when you talk about your spiritual side, you have a favorite scripture or quote that you um, live by or that always kind of comforts you or reminds you that, you know, God is leading you? Oof. Prayer and gratitude in general are my North Star. Proverbs 31 is uh, one of my favorites, but I don't know that I have really a favorite scripture because it feels like over the last two decades, whatever is going on calls for a different scripture, you know, a different season in life. And I'm just making sure that I stay aligned with my source and the scriptures change depending on what my challenges are at that time. Yeah, that's good. I think that that's a good point to bring out. Um, just to let our listeners know that, you know, you have to maybe be studious to where you know when to pull or where to pull the scripture from, you know, um, being actively the whole way 24 seven year round in your Bible actually helps you know when to go to a certain scripture or to um, turn to a certain verse for what you need at that time. Yes, yes. But staying centered in prayer and gratitude, those are my two constants. And no matter where life takes me, those always bring me back to the center. Okay, good deal. So we're going to talk more about... um, the marketing and telecom that you discussed, like as far as how do you sort of, I guess if you were to describe to someone workplace 101 or how good, good tips for the workplace to stay ready and to be um, astute, what would you say? Oh, that's a great question. Three things. One, always being a student of the business. Mm-hmm. Two, relationships matter. And three, understanding the key business drivers or the key levers. Like what are the what are the key measurements of success for the segment of the business that you are operating in? So those three things have really helped the most. And I think when it comes to marketing and telecommunications, like those are the three things that really helped me the most. Okay, those are some very good points. Okay, so like, what would you tell, I know you didn't start out, you had to kind of grow into this knowledge. So what would you tell your 18 year old self now? Like, okay, Ooh. you made it this far. What, <laughs> advice, <laughs> what advice would you give your 18 year old self? I would give my 18 year old self a bit more guidance around preparation. Um, I would also give my 18 year old self I think the the other guidance I would give my 18-year-old self would be more so around the personal aspects. Like being kind is much more important than being important, uh, being right. Mm-hmm. So just just choosing kindness, even in 
the corporate world, even when things feel like they aren't fair, or they aren't right, just being kind. You never know what people are going through and it's not even for us to know. So just leading with kindness, always aligning with your North Star. And uh, I guess the last piece of advice I would give my 18 year old self would be just be mindful of your energy at all times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Ooh, those wait, are good. JT, Go I forgot one. Control your controllables. Control your controllables. That is um, above the other three. I would say controlling your controllables will save you a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of, um, you know, worrying about things that, number one, you have no impact on. And number two, that really just don't even matter um, when you look at the big picture for business and life, just controlling your controllables. Right. That That's a good point there, because. I mean, some of us just really do stress over what's going on or this company's about to shut down. or But you can't control the money that the company has earned and not earned as far as if they're going to lay off or not lay off and so forth. But you just can control the fact of, okay, how, what do I do now? You know, that's right. And I've been a part of several reorgs where my entire team was displaced or lots of my peers or even my job. Uh, was displaced. I've never worried about where I would land because even if you don't have a role, when you truly trust the process and you're aligned with, you know, the prayer and the gratitude and the other things, you know that wherever you land is truly where you're supposed to to go next. And I think that has really helped a lot because reorgs are inevitable. They are going to happen. And as long as you are a change agent and you're able to figure out what the business needs at that time, your work will always make room for you. Or if it doesn't, it's time to move on and just trusting that God will always, um, you'll land exactly where you're supposed to be. Right, right. Good points. Okay, so what does Keisha do for self-care? You know, um, you just gave us some good points on the care tip within the workplace. How do you rejuvenate outside the workplace? I have a joy list, as corny as that may sound. Like I actually have a joy list that is in my gratitude journal. And when I am feeling depleted or just a little low on fuel and energy, I go to my joy list. And for me, that's travel um, or connecting with a part of my tribe, you know, the folks who who bring me joy, um, spending time with my husband my kids. Um, and sometimes on my joy list, it may be having kid free time. You know, it just depends on where I am in that space. So self-awareness is key uh, because my joy list depends on where I am on that self-awareness spectrum. And if I need a break from the kids, then I pull from the joy list that doesn't involve my children. Um, so having a joy list because happiness is an inside job. Like I strongly believe that it is not my husband's job or my kid's job or my friend's, anyone's job to make me happy. That's why the I is in the middle of the word happiness. Like it is an inside job. And so aligning with my North star and pulling from my joy list. um, And also not even trying to have a work life balance. I realized for me, that's not really existent. It's more of a work life integration um, so that way I'm not setting myself up for um, the feel, the constant feeling of not getting it right. So just th- those are some of the things that help me. 
Okay. That sounds really good. Um, the joy list. I know that, um, it's good when you can reflect on life. You know, I think that that yes. helps you push forward. And as you reflect, thinking about, well, what does make you happy or what joy, you know, knowing that joy is not necessarily that you're going to be happy all the time, but sometimes it's peace within where you are. And That's so right. Forth. Right. So, yes. Okay. So um, what are you reading? Are you listening to any podcasts or anything, any good books? I listened to your podcast the other day, part of my joy list. I needed, I needed to get out of these four walls and I went to the park, sat down, had lunch and was able to catch up on um, a few of your recent podcasts. So you're one that I listened to. I'm also reading the untethered soul by Michael Singer. Um, And this is not really fun or sexy, but I'm also reading the PMP exam prep Rita's PMP exam prep as I'm studying to complete my project management certification. So when I do get extra time, um, I'm more of a music person than a reader, but I'm trying to make myself read more. But those are some of the things that I read and or listen to. Okay. Well, glad that you put my mind in the mix and everything. Kind of got that shout out right there. And um, I know that um, just hearing you say that PMP exam prep, you know, it's like you, we always have to know that we can't stop learning. You never yes. just arrive and just have all the information. You have to continue to um, attend professional development, go to conferences, connect with people, learn new things so that you can still thrive in whatever career choice that you choose or have options for new ones. You know, that's right. Yes. Yes. And that's okay. one of the things that I feel like has been a benefit of COVID. Co- that this pandemic has required us to pause, right? And so having that time to just be still has allowed me to really reflect a bit more. And so just the pause and the pivot. So I was able to make a career change after 23 years and um and then, you know, pursue the certification, but just being able to pull some of those blessings out of um, a very non-conventional time has um, forced me to just pause and pivot and really appreciate appreciate some things that I didn't um, take advantage of in the past. So if you had to do it all over again, as far as the route that you chose for your education and um, where you started your employment, would you do it differently? Or what tips could you give someone that is interested in marketing? Like, I mean, what would you, would you stay on that same type of trajectory or what kind of advice could you give? Oh, that's a great question. The advice, the only thing I would do differently is that I would also pursue my own business while simultaneously working so hard to drive the business forward in corporate America. So I'm just now starting that journey uh, for my own endeavors, but I wish I had started that sooner. Uh, My work ethic just, I poured everything into my job. And a lot of times, um, a lot of my validation and value came from the work that I did from my career. Right. So I think I would also pursue outside interests earlier and start and not feel like I had to do one or the other, but knowing that I could do both. Um, 
knowing that I could do both. But I think that the trajectory would stay the same professionally, but I would also add that other layer on there for me to also pursue my own interests at the same time. Right. It's it's nothing like having some individuality along with the uh, other career and all that type of thing. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, so is there any last um, tip, is there any last words you would like to give our listeners? You know, we talked a lot about professional and spiritual. I also want to talk a little bit about just health and wellness and how it has been such a huge part of just managing yourself from the inside out, just from a holistic view and how important it is for us, for women, but really for everyone uh, to just understanding your body. Um, I suffer from thyroid disease and it's been something that's near and dear to my heart that I manage very closely uh, since my early 20s when I was finally diagnosed, but I would just encourage all of your listeners to make sure, just listen to your body um, and and understanding how important of a part it plays into everything else that you're dealing with. If you don't feel right, get a good endocrinologist and get it checked out because it is definitely tied to everything else. Right. Good advice. Okay. Well, I enjoyed having you on As Fresh As By JT. You are welcome back at any time. And I want you to have a very blessed day. You too. Thank you for having me. Bye. podcast listeners thank you for tuning in to expressions by jt i am enjoying my talk with mrs keisha merritt please be sure to write a review when you finish listening guys as you know i am a big coffee drinker so i just want to give a shout out to signature blends by kf yes that's kf kim fields guys i am drinking the blessed life blend right now and it is fire it is so good so go out look for it go online purchase it signature blends by kf.com